Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I am Josh Takimoto, and I'm here. <laughs> I totally... Okay, time out. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to try that again. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. Okay, I can talk. Okay, I'm Deb McCollum. I totally talked over you on that one. Sorry. And guess what? You know what? I've decided we're going to keep that. Okay. We're going to keep that. You know what? Oh, no one's No one that I've talked to about this podcast has ever said, you know what? You guys have fantastic intros. <laughs> so why why try to clean them up now? Yeah, I know. Let's just keep it. I still have to sing though. So You do? Yes. That's right. Are you ready today? I think so. Oh, you, you are? Ready? I was not expecting that. All right. Okay. I'm ready. I don't know if everybody else is. <laughs> we'll see. I've never heard Deb sing, so... Oh, um, it's more like just talking. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I would call it spoken word. All right. Okay. One, two, three. No, next time I'll oh, sing. Oh, <laughs> boo. She just punked out on the podcast. I totally did. And I'm not taking that part out either. <laughs> you know what's rough? I feel bad for our guests because what? I think when I, I listen back... Because it's crazy. We've done... So at this point... This will be our eighth podcast. That's crazy. Because it will go out next next Tuesday. Right. And my intros for guests have just gotten worse and worse. Oh my gosh. It's been terrible. I feel bad for them. <laughs> Especially Dwight. I'm like, oh, this is a terrible... <laughs> well, I introduced Dwight. I did. Well, I, I started it and then I kind of had you introduce him, but I think that threw you off because I think you thought I was going to introduce him. Maybe. So. That's very kind of you to say, but I don't think, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> You know what it is? Sometimes I think what it is is I get I try to get too fancy with it, and yeah. I'm like oh, I'm gonna try to be either funny or super clever, and kind of like you know I don't know if you ever listen to like Sway in the morning, um, like on Sirius Radio, it's a hip hop podcast. I I love it, and so he does these really long elaborate intros. I'm like oh that's really cool. Maybe I'll try. I should never do that. Oh my god, I'm not gonna do it again. So. <laughs> From this point forward, we will just stick with our awkward intros. Yes, I hope everyone's okay with that. Awkward intros for us. Yeah, I'll clean it up for the guests. That's just who we are. So and then boom, that's we'll that's just, how we're gonna roll. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not. I don't know if you you won't. Well, I don't know. I'm not. You won't know. I'm not like Jenna Kutcher or Rachel Hollis. I don't know if you've heard of any of those. You've um, mentioned Ra- like you've mentioned Ra- Rachel Hollis so many times. Ray Ray no. Hollis, she's Ray my bestie. Oh, now she calls her Ray Ray Hollis. <laughs> Call her Ray Ray. <laughs> if if Rachel just, Hollis wants to get on the podcast, we would love to have you. I just texted her this morning. She said she'll think about it. Perfect. That's good to know. <laughs> so now it looks, that's what everybody's expecting now. <laughs> Let's like, get started before people turn us off. That's probably too late. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? So today we are going to talk about team building. Um, it's something that you and I talked about a little bit. And it was interesting because you and I had talked about it and we had a bunch of ideas. And then I don't know about you, but I felt like I, I hesitated for a little bit because I thought, man, does this blend too much into episode three, which was buy-in? Because some of the, the concepts kind of applied. And then I think the more we talked about it, the more I realized, no, 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 they are two separate things. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as the buy-in, I think we were talking a lot about how can a coach get buy-in from athletes? How can you, how can we get them to buy into the vision of the team? How can we get them to buy into what we're trying to teach them as coaches? The team building thing, I, I think what we're trying to do is teach our athletes, how do you work together? Okay, it's great that you guys as individual athletes are buying in. 
but how do we take those bought in athletes and get them to you know go after the same goal together um you know someone i i heard one time say you know you could have them in the same uniform get them together for practices and games and they're all athletes playing the same sport but if they're not on the same mission then it's not really a team it's basically just a group mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. but if you can get them to be mission-minded mm-hmm. and have the same urgency and all move in the same direction together looking out for each other mm-hmm. that's really what a team is and that's i think where you see the most successful teams come into play um you know something that i've talked about a couple times at different team talks about this idea of team and how to come together as a team there's a, a video on youtube and it's of I think it's titled Iguana vs. Snake. And it's shot by the BBC, and I think it's part of their Planet Earth or Blue Earth series. I've never seen that. It's, re- it's really cool. Okay. And all of the stuff that they do is, is beautifully shot. And this particular video is of an iguana on the Galapagos Islands. And he's just kind of chilling there on the beach. And pretty soon you see this black snake start to approach it from behind. And I'm not a huge fan of snakes. So it's like, oh, this is already terrifying to me. <laughs> And so you see this iguana just chilling there and the closer and closer and closer the snake gets, the more you know nervous you get for the iguana. And right. finally the iguana's like, I'm out of here. And he just books it, takes off. Oh. And so then it follows this iguana running from the snake. But then as it pans out, what you see is that there's, it feels, I know it's not hundreds of snakes, but it feels like hundreds of these same snakes coming out of everywhere, out of the crevices of the rocks, out of the sand all pursuing this one iguana. What? It's, there's no way sur- the iguana survived after that. You wouldn't think so. And there's a moment where this iguana is basically wrapped up by all these snakes because the snakes were basically surrounding him. Wow. He's you know entangled by these snakes. And in this like super dramatic moment, he just breaks free and then climbs up the rocks and escapes. What? It's 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 really it really does get your adrenaline pumping. It's a really weird thing. Wow. But you know, the iguana survives and you know kind of goes on his way. And so the video itself was really cool, but then what I found even more fascinating was, you know, on YouTube how there's that second video. It says, hey, if you like that video, then it takes you to the next one. Well, the next one was like a two minute behind the scenes, you know, of them capturing that moment. And so the subtitle was saying, this is the first time that they had caught snakes hunting in mass or in a group on camera. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then the next subtitle was even more fascinating because they said, but they were not hunting together. Every okay. snake was on their own, wow. hunting for themselves. Wow. And so when I saw that and I saw those subtitles, I'm like, mm. that's a perfect illustration of what a team with no single-mindedness or togetherness, as right. you know, we've yeah. talked about before, yeah. uh, looks like. Right. Because you, you might have a group of incredible athletes. Right. And individually, they're amazing. Right. But if you're playing a team game and they're not coming together to pursue the same goal right. with the same urgency. Yeah. And doing it for each other, mm-hmm. then you just have a bunch of people chasing a win, and it's not going to really work. Yep. So you know, I just thought it was kind of a cool, a cool you know visual for what that looks like. And who knows, maybe they would have caught that iguana if they all had the same yeah. you know the same mission in <laughs> mind. Right, but right. Um, you know, anyways, we just wanted yeah. to talk about team building and, right. and what that looks like, and some of the more you know important parts of team building and what that looks like. Awesome. And team building seems to be the second part of the buy-in. So we have the buy-in. I feel like it's like, okay, here's the, you you know, we, you got, you have a team together and you've got them all to buy in somehow, however that looks to you. Go back and listen to episode, was it three you said? I think, it's, I think it was three, yeah. Episode three. Listen to all of them, but listen really pay attention yeah. to that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I feel like this is the next step. And, and they can, I mean, and they can go hand in hand and they can inter, you know, wind into each other, but I feel like team building 
is a separate um, thing to talk about um, with mm-hmm. all these separate entities. And that iguana and snake um, video like visualization is interesting because, yeah, if the snakes all had the same, the same, I mean, okay, let's step back. They have the same vision. They each want the same thing. They're all trying to win. They're all trying to win. Yeah. yeah. And get the one. But they weren't, like you said, weren't working together because when you work together as a team, everyone has a different role. Right. And everyone's got to do something different to make it work for, you know, to get the win or to get whatever goal they're reaching. So um, when they're just in it for themselves and they're not thinking of, I've been on, I've been on teams. I've coached for teams where a lot of athletes are so in it for their own individual stats. Mm -hmm. And not that that's a bad thing, not that it's not bad to look at that and to, you know, try to get them better. Um, But sometimes when that happens, they get so focused on themselves rather than the vision and the mission ahead of them for uh, for the team as a whole right and this just kind of came up because you're a softball coach yeah uh, i played baseball yeah. and i think what just popped in my head was some sports it's interesting i think some sports it's maybe more hidden than others as far as a player's selfishness like i, I heard somebody talk about baseball one time saying it's basically an individual sport wrapped up as a team sport mm-hmm. because when you're up to bat, the only other person that's affecting your at bat is the pitcher mm-hmm. that, on the opposing team. But none of your teammates are actually affecting your at bat. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they don't affect how you swing the bat. Right. I guess the only thing would be, you know, if your coach is calling, you know, giving you a signal to bunt or take, you know, right. so, or hit and run, whatever it may be. Yeah. But the actual physical act of swinging the bat is really on you. Right. And so it's interesting, right? Because selfishness can really pop up there but you may not know it mm-hmm. as easily as where you know football or basketball like football if you miss a block mm-hmm. someone's going to get affected by that block right. or miss block and someone's yeah, going to get yeah, laid yeah. out basketball same thing so it's interesting because i think certain sports maybe can hide it better than others and mm-hmm. others it's very clear right. that yeah there's selfishness going on and yeah. someone else paid the price for it so right. you know it's something that i think be aware of maybe is right. you know depending on your sport it could look different right absolutely um well and even just um, one more example of that, um, and then, um, and then I want to talk about some accountability after this. But um, yes, that, that's <laughs> all huge, absolutely. And, but um, no, like, well, even in, and I've only coached softball, so these are the only examples I know of. But just something as simple as you're, you got a runner on third, and you're up to bat, and um, instead of trying to pull the ball and swing as hard as you can, you want to try right. to hit it to right field. Right. And a lot of batters, they don't th- they sometimes they won't think that, so they'll bat selfishly just to try to, I'm trying to get a home run or I'm just trying to hit the ball as hard as I can, which you want that. You want them to hit the ball hard, but an unselfish batter will put their, at, in that moment, right. with, when that runner is in that scoring position, will put their stats behind them and say, I need to hit it to the right side. And will adjust right. their swing and hit it so that that runner can score and they get out at first, however that may be. So those right. sacrifices sometimes need to be made. And when players are unselfish, then that helps. So anyway. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, and yeah. again, we yeah. should probably start like a baseball, softball podcast. Yeah, another, another one because it, it always yeah. goes this way. Sorry, know, football, so basketball, sorry. soccer coaches. We do not discriminate. This is no, just no, no. what we know. <laughs> but no, when I was in high school, yeah. I mean, they, they would talk about that as... Um, quality of bats so rather than looking at and you guys probably do the same thing rather than looking at Mm -hmm. hits and Mm -hmm. and all of that it's like no quality of bat so like you said you know you know less than less than two outs runner on third well that's an rbi for her hit a ground ball to the right side Mm -hmm. you know that's a quality of bat because you got that run in and it's not going to show up nicely on the you know you're not going to get a hit in the scorebook but it's 
huge. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. So, um, sorry, I just heard my I heard my, my little my little girl in <laughs> the in the background. Just, they just had a baby. How old is she? Yep. She is just a little over one month at this one point. One month old. She is so cute. She is very cute, and she is going nuts right now. I heard her crying. Like, oops. Oh, she's got blonde hair. <laughs> she does have blonde hair. She's um. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's our first cute. first one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So sorry, I got a little so distracted, cute. a little thrown off. There. I know we can, we can hear her crying. She. Yep. Oh, Mama, Mama's holding it down while I'm trying to <laughs> she's trying speak to, nonsense. She's like, I'll keep her quiet out here. Yeah. And I'm like, no, let her cry. Bring her in here. She'll be on the podcast. Yeah. It's okay. It'd probably be better than what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, okay. Accountability and ownership. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Athlete to athlete. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge part of team building, right. I think, because it's one thing when the coach is always on the athlete and that's, and that's what the coaches do. That's right. what they're supposed to do. And, but it's another thing when players can hold each other accountable right. and it's different. It looks different. There's accountability on the field and accountability off the field. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, just for example, I have a, I have a quick story, um, again, softball, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it's coaching. just going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Bias again to softball. Um, one of, uh, the years that I coached my softball girls, I had one girl during practice, during practice, mind you time and place when this happens, this is like a special thing that happened. Sure. Um, she she missed a grounder or she she did something and she i think she pouted a little bit or she said mm, something yeah so, so another girl on the team that d- she, that did not go well with her mm-hmm. and so she they stopped the play and the other player called her out and pretty much let her know in front of everyone um you know I, she said something along the lines of why don't you just you know, fix, fix it and move on. Or she, and so they kept going back and forth. Sure. <laughs> One girl calling the other out, the other girl trying to like make excuses. Like they weren't yelling, they weren't cussing, they weren't doing anything that was warranted at that we needed to stop it. Mm-hmm. We just kind of let them go at it. And right. so, because one girl was trying to tell her, Hey, knock it off. Right. You know, you need to just move on to the next, fix it and move on. And at the end of it, they were fine. And the one girl who made the mistake was like, okay, okay, okay. And so, but it was interesting to watch that happen. And as, as coaches, we mm. kind of looked at each other. We're like, we're just going to let this play out and see what happens. But yeah. they were holding each other accountable. And then the dynamic of the practice was different from then on for that day. So that's awesome. That was interesting. It makes a lot of sense though, right? Because, yeah. you know, throughout life, because that's what we always talk about, how what yeah. you're teaching as a coach, what you're teaching on the field yeah. is hopefully going to translate to off the field right. life as well. So mm-hmm. when they when they leave and graduate high school and graduate college and mm-hmm. have families and jobs and all of that, right. you want those same things to apply. Mm-hmm. And so that's a perfect example because yeah. if if they're in a relationship, whatever relationship it might be in their life, right. work relationship, uh, family relationship, mm-hmm. if there's a problem, mm-hmm. Coach Deb is not going to step in and say, "Hey, hey, guys, <laughs> we need to figure this out," right? It's no. going to be an issue between the two of them. And right. so they need to they need to figure that out. So I think it's important. So not just for competition and as a team, but also just as a life skill. I think that was smart of you guys to do for sure. Yeah. Um, that's why you guys won so much. Yeah. Win so much. Um, three P's. Three P's. Hey. <laughs> we almost got at the fourth year in a row, but hey, you know what? We can't, you know. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> this is when our podcast gets awkward because we and it's, only, it's usually at like the 40 minute mark and we're yeah, only at 15 minutes oh man okay we need to clean this up <laughs> tighten it up but no 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 and i think that's a, a really cool thing that you guys did and, yeah, and like you thanks. said as a coach i mean if they start if they were charging at each other with right. bats oh no it's like hey, hey maybe yeah. jump in yeah eh, i'll let them go at it a few times and then i'll jump. take a couple swings kidding. like hey you, you know <laughs> yeah let's swing a little loopy right. tighten it up yeah no but like you said off the field it's like especially since I work at a school. So that's in my sports world. I'm at a school and, um, and that's where I coach. So their, their grades affect their play time, you know, whether they're on the team or not, their, yeah. dis- their behavior, like if they get, they can't get in trouble. So right. anyway, so our girls, um, do a pretty good job of holding each other accountable. Now, sometimes grades, other girls can't really do much about that other than say like, Hey, let's go study. Let's go do this. Let's try to get your grade up. But it is interesting though. Does I've watched their dynamics of if one girl gets into a behavior issue, another a, a captain or a girl close to them mm-hmm. will step in and try to help her yeah. get through it or resolve it so that it doesn't escalate. Now and so I love this that. is yeah no yeah. it's awesome and um, yeah so this is that's important if they if they have a lot of time together outside of being on the field on the court or or whatnot a yes lot of, a lot abs- of bonding time and that's something i want to talk about in a little bit yes i agree yeah. that's huge yeah and sorry one more one yeah. more thought just about the um, accountability thing too yes. and it was actually so our last episode was with butch bacala right. um the mlb scout and so and he does his athlete 911 baseball right. organization now um and something he was talking about was i forgot exactly how he worded it but it was something to the effect of i'm the captain of practice you guys are the captain of the games. Mm. And I, I like that a lot awesome, because, yeah. um, and I remember him saying that in the yeah. moment, but then when I listened, re-listened to that episode, I'm like, oh, that's really good because yeah. I think it has a lot to do with what we're talking about now yeah. where, you know, they're going to, the, the athletes are the ones that are going into, if you use the battle analogy, right? They're yeah. the ones that are going into battle. Right. Coaches aren't. Mm. You're game planning, you're preparing your, your warriors, if yeah. you will, to go into battle, but you can't pick up a ball you can't mm-hmm. put on a helmet. Right. You can't dribble the basketball. Like right. you can't do any of that stuff. You have right. to watch from the sidelines. So it's probably the hardest part. <laughs> oh no co- doubt. As a coach, <laughs> even as a fan, like a former athlete, you yeah. look. It's like even have you. It's like even sports you don't play. It's like yeah. oh come on. Like I've, I've never played like organized football. I love football. I've never played organized I've football. I've never played hockey before. Yeah, but, but it's like on. hey man, what are you doing? You should have you know blocked that puck. <laughs> so it's easy to do, right? Right. But I think you know when you realize that okay, your athletes are the ones they're going to battle for each other. Right. So it would only make sense for them to keep each other accountable mm-hmm. as well and right. take ownership of the team. Right. Like you said, whether it's in the classroom, mm-hmm. on the field, because right. they you know, they took a playoff and they shouldn't have or their grades are slipping. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we need you on this team. So right. whatever you need help with, yeah. we, we'll, we want to help you. Right. Um, that's huge. Right. And I think you know, as a coach, you're, you're absolutely right. That's yeah. probably the most difficult thing because yeah. I think – a lot of coaches, because you are coming up with a game plan, yeah. you're you're calling plays, you're mm-hmm. calling pitches, mm-hmm. you're drawing up a play between you know during timeouts. Right. There's kind of a sense of control, yeah, that I think could sneak in, and a coach is like, I want to be able to do this for them, but yeah. you can't. No, mm-hmm. you're only teaching them, right? And you're kind of guiding them. That's really your job as a coach. Yeah. And so, yeah, ownership on the athlete is huge. Yeah. Huge. That's why there's a lot more yelling during the game than during practice, because <laughs> <laughs> it's the most frustrating. Because we can't do anything for them. Right. Well. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure you feel that way with um, condition the conditioning, because you're yeah. 
again, so you're a teacher and okay. coach. And obviously, you know what? You just do way more than I do. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I no, record a podcast. Called, and... That's called stretching myself way too thin than I should. Okay, so well, there you go. You're but, good. <laughs> but sorry, I interrupted myself. But um, <laughs> no, but I'm sure you see that a lot with your you know, strength training and conditioning. Yep. Um, where you know, you've been working with these athletes for five weeks Mm -hmm. and you've been trying to tell them how to push themselves and Mm -hmm. how to be more mentally tough. And sometimes they just, it's not quite clicking fast as fast as others. Right. So I'm sure, I mean, yes. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. For, I try to use when I condition athletes and I, I'm, I would like to say that other trainers do this as well, but there is team building built into conditioning programs. Yeah. Um, I try, Sometimes I'll work, have them work on individual things every once in a while when I want them to max out on a squat or a bench or a deadlift. But when we are in the weight room or, or on a field or outside or wherever it is I'm training them, they're training as a team. Mm-hmm. So for example, like I will have them do partner activities to where one girl um, is, it's like a relay activity. So if you and I are partners, mm-hmm. I will, for example, I'll hold a plank and you are going to go do a bear crawl to a designated place ahead of me and back so you're Mm. going to go there and back and then we switch and i'm holding that plank the whole time that you're doing the bear crawl and we switch and now yeah and now you're planking and now i'm bear crawling and so and you have to hold the plank the whole time you can't that and so when i see my girls and and let's say a girl drops her knee and then i'll get on her and i'll say your teammate is working right now why aren't you Right. And then she's like, oh, 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 okay. And so, and then what will happen is it'll create a sense of togetherness. That's yes. <laughs> yeah. I was telling is Josh that, the other day uh, how I created that word and I'm like, I don't know if I like that word, but oh, well, I'm going to well, say I it Well, I stole it at the beginning. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently it sticks. So it's good. <laughs> togetherness. Because she, then she sees her, her teammate working and she's like, okay, I'm going to work. And then it creates this, um, first of all, it creates a competition between them because they yeah. want to see who can switch the fastest right. and who can like hold the plank the longest. And which elevates an athlete's yeah. cause an athlete doesn't want to fail in front of another athlete. Right. People don't want to fail in, in front of another person. That's right. why people are f- afraid of public speaking and, yep. and these different things, but and, especially and recording podcasts, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not afraid at all. You got to present, present a strong afraid. front. Present a strong front. We haven't recorded this a thousand times. I'm just kidding. Nope. Just no, one other. Just one other. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's out there. No. Okay. We'll be honest with everybody. That's fine. We want to be transparent. We did record this uh, topic one time and it sounded nothing like what you're hearing now. Yeah. It was bad. I hope this isn't worse. We don't want to record this a third time. Oh, I get I, I, I feel fully confident that this is not worse. Okay. The last one was... I, garbage it, it was pretty bad yeah yeah okay but anyway sorry. so now now, now, that, now yeah. it's out sorry you've it's seen what's behind the curtain right why not we're flawed we can be transparent <laughs> we are heck yeah we we fail anyway anyways so, <laughs> <laughs> but you're right athletes don't want to fail in front of each right. other and so um i like to create competition within their workouts because again it's a workout they get um strength training in and they get speed and agility and they get their endurance in and it gives them the mental stimulation that they crave. Athletes, they need that. Right. I can tell in two seconds when my athletes are bored from their workout. And I'm like, okay, and I'll switch it and I'll try it. And right. they're constantly doing different activities, like back and forth. Back, I never have them do the same activity the whole hour or half hour or however long I have them. Right. It's got to switch. But so I can't, so um, another one. Oh, I'm going to ask you one quick question. Oh, yeah. So... And I don't know if you were in a, if you were in a go here at all, but so 
I, I so I get the idea of you know you partner them up yeah and you have them you know do these exercises together and mm-hmm. then not only doing them together but then also you know one person relies on the other mm-hmm. the next person can't do their next exercise until the other one finishes which mm-hmm. is amazing but I think and maybe you, you you would have better insight than I would for sure mm-hmm. I think even just even if they're not doing an exercise like that where it's like one relies on the other mm-hmm. even if they're all doing as a group as a mm-hmm. team doing physical conditioning pushing themselves to the very edge mm-hmm. I feel like that does something like psychologically to them right it's almost like we're all in this together or do you mm-hmm. do you, you know what I'm saying do you find yeah. that with your athletes or is that a yes. kind of a, is that a thing so oh absolutely so what happens is and I'll use this example <clears throat> I usually at the end of their workout um, or at the beginning if I feel like I want to have them do it at the beginning. It's usually at the end of the workout, but it depends I'm, on depends on how much effort they put in during the workout. It's like the, it depends on how much effort they put in the workout before they saw me. That's true. <laughs> then I come back and I'm like, all right, you guys. So just a just, just a tip for everybody. <laughs> I think if what she's saying is if you really struggle at the back end of a training session, mm-hmm. don't show up the next week because she has all week to stew over that. <laughs> Pretty much. And you suckers are going to pay. <laughs> Pretty much. So just beware. It's okay. I'm still nice though. I still smile. For when that, doesn't, that doesn't mean much. She smiles, <laughs> but inside she's like, you're all going to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah. Carrying on. I have them, I'll have them hold a plank as a team. Okay. And, and then I'll tell them, I'll tell them for how long, either one minute or two minutes. Again, depends on what I feel like having them do. And then I'll say, and I'll add at the end, and if one person drops their knee, we start over and we do it again. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, oh my gosh. And so then when I have them, okay, up and I start my timer, you know, they're okay the first 30, you know, 30 seconds in. And then sure. some of them start to, you can tell they're next to each other and then they can see their, their partner start rocking or they can see something like, like, no, come on. And so they have that little carrot dangling over their head that, you know, if we drop our knee as a team, if one person does, then we all have to start over. So, and they're not mean to each other. They don't start to call each other out. They start to pump each other up right. because that is their nature as as a competitive athlete right. is that they know that it's a, t- you know, a team sport at least. Right. 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 And so then they start yelling at each other, they positive things. Um, you know, they say, come on, don't drop your knee. We can do it. Let's go. And so then here comes the mental thing because, and then I try to explain it, this to them. Oh wait, no, you said this. No, I got this from you through David Goggins. I think you said it. So I stole it from David. I think you stole it from David. I'm stealing stole it from, it from you. you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Somebody so, steals it from Deb. Yeah. Okay. Now, now someone can steal it from me. Yeah. Um, your, your mind will give up before your body. Oh yeah, yeah. We, so we, yeah, we did say that in yeah. the buy-in episode. Yeah. And and I, again, I, I think it was when your body is at eighty percent. No, no, no. When your body's ready to give up, right? You're really only eighty percent done. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's the same, you know, yeah. same idea. But right. So when I tell my girl, I say, I say, just try this. Tell yourself, don't give up. So then they I, they don't say it out loud. I think they say it in their head. I don't know, sure. but I'm that sure they do. Yeah. yeah, that usually works because then I can I see a difference when they're holding. They can hold a plank for two minutes the next time, right. and so they really try to focus on telling. I, I tell them I say tell yourself one more. Tell yourself one more. Tell yourself one more because your body can push through. So anyway, long story short, um, the mental part of that the strenuous um, conditioning that teams go through mm-hmm. it. I firmly believe that it trans it can translate on the field. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. and something you said, something you said, I, I, again, I think it was in the buy-in episode, um, was you were talking about how if athletes, you, like you've trained some groups of girls mm-hmm. and there's been some groups of girls that, like you said, jump in and are constantly cheering each other on, trying to push each other, encouraging each other. Mm-hmm. And there's other groups that are right. not doing that. And that's, as a coach, that's a probably a good sign. It's like, okay, the, the team bond or team chemistry mm-hmm. is either really lacking or struggling or maybe not there at all because right. there's not that automatic right. willingness to do that. Right. You know what I mean? I, I could totally, no, I could totally tell. Yeah. And I did, I mentioned it earlier and, um, I, I, I trained a team tonight. Um, it wasn't towards the end. I got them to finally start talking to each other because the teams that I train, I'm like, you better talk to each other. Mm-hmm. This, this training session should not be quiet. You yeah. need to encourage each other. You better call her out by her name and, and encourage her and say something positive to her or just yell her name. I don't know. Just to know that she you have her back. Right. So you can I, I could tell that this team does maybe does not hang out af- outside um, of the field or whatnot because there wasn't a ton of interaction. But I think team bonding outside of training and practices and games is super important yeah and it it all comes down to so let okay so let's talk about things that could be that maybe are not so productive but are, <laughs> are yeah. more fun in terms of practices or things sure. off the field because i think to and you, I, I know you believe this too team bonding is super important because i think it does translate from off the field off the court team bonding to when you're on the field and playing a game i think you could when i watch a team i can tell i can say that team they hang out (laughs) outside of this game because you could just tell that their togetherness there's your word again their togetherness is there so no that's true you know and something just for myself um you know i can look back at when i was playing you know when i was playing baseball in high school um Man, I, I had a lot of respect and, and I really love being around those guys. But I can honestly say, just because of my personality, um, being more being more reserved, especially back then, um, I was pretty reserved and, and kind of just a homebody. Um, I didn't. It's, it sounds terrible to say, but it, it's just the truth. I didn't really know my teammates that well. Mm-hmm. You know, these are guys. Some of these guys I played baseball with my entire life. Right. Some of them I played, you know, all four years of high school with. But um, you know, I could look back and they would probably, they would say the same thing that I, I wasn't hanging out with them. I mean, we never hung out, you know, off the field. We never hung out. We didn't really talk that much when I was on the team. Um, you know, and, and part of that is just, like I said, because of my, my, I don't think my personality quite developed, although now it's like, I'm, now I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. It's weird, look right? Look at you now. Now I won't shut up. Look at me now. Ooh, look at, oh, hey, next song. Ooh, a hey. song for me to sing. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. We'll have a playlist by the end of it. Each, uh, each episode, Deb will sing something. Look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> scary <laughs> but um but no i can so i can speak from personal experiences like that's one of those things i look back it's like i wish i would have um maybe put myself out there more and created a better mm. connection with my teammates because i do think it's important and yeah. um you know that's one of those things that you kind of looked at some of the friendships that some of those guys had and it's like mm. man i i did envy that back then it's like mm. oh that you can yeah. tell those guys are, are close and it shows on and off the field right. and it's like you know that's so it, so it is interesting and so from personal experience as an athlete i can i can definitely say that that's a big deal yeah um yeah. You know, and, well, and speaking of my baseball team, my, uh, you know, coach back in high school, um, coach Tup, uh, I just saw something this past week. In fact, I was, it was yesterday on Twitter. He posted oh. this picture of his baseball team and the softball team at Casa. They went bowling cause there was a rain out yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's a perfect way of like, Hey, nice. and it, you know, at first it's like, 
like you said, it, it doesn't have to be productive. Right. But if it's rained out, that's yeah. super productive because yeah. you're creating a bond with your team. It's you're including team. another team. Right. So it kind of creates even a, a bond amongst athletes within the school. Yeah. And you're doing something fun. Right. And it's not like, okay, I don't have to think about, okay, right. <laughs> what's my approach at the plate? I don't have to think about, right. you know, pitch selection. I don't have to think about conditioning. Right. I get to roll a ball down the alley <laughs> yeah. and right. laugh and hang out with people. Yeah. So um, absolutely, I think that's huge. And getting out of off the field, off the court, and spending time with each other is yeah. huge. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm like, yeah, and that's and with a rainout, that's better than say going home. Okay, go home. You're done. You know, I think that was right. that's brilliant. Because, yeah, yeah, because that what did you say it was softball and baseball. Softball, softball and baseball. And baseball. Yeah, that's that's awesome for that program as a whole. Yeah. To be able to um, to be able to connect with each other, uh, the teams that I've been coaching these girls. Um, I mean, I already knew this, so I didn't have to guess, but. You, as you're watching them, you can tell on the field that these girls hang out. Be, for example, when during a play, when they're when we are on defense, and let's say offense is taking too long up to the plate, or or after a play, or or, or what have you, the umpire's got to do something. Mm-hmm. Our girls will run together in the circle, the pitcher circle in the infield, and they'll just start talking. And sometimes we're like, oh, okay. "What do you What do you guys talk about?" Right. And they're like. Um, we talk about play. Like sometimes they're like, you don't want to know, and so we're like, you don't okay. want to know. I always leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, and so, but they, I mean, and it, you know, and it doesn't matter. But they will get right. together and they talk, and then and then they're ready to go. And it, it really just is important to make sure that the athletes do have fun on some level because yeah. they're athletes. They're, I mean, come, they're still kids. Sports are fun. Sports are fun. Yeah. We and, wouldn't play them if it, and, they weren't. And let, yeah. I mean, unless you're at the professional level, I guess. I've never been there. I can't speak for that. Maybe yeah, that could neither. be a different podcast. I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, sure. I, I guess at the level that we're talk, speaking about, right. um, at the high school level. High school, guess, little league. L- little you know, league, okay. Whatever. All those. Yeah. Ma- it is mainly high school, but I think okay. it really applies to any coach at any level. Right. But yeah. Right. There's got to be that aspect of just, okay, we need to relax and just have something fun and silly to do that has maybe nothing to do with the sport, just to kind of, you know, clear their head and to and that way they can bond right well and that's what something i was um looking at the other day right i had seen this video a while ago um it was of cliff kingsbury who uh, was the coach for texas tech Mm. the uh, football team and now he's the arizona cardinals head football coach but there's a video i want to say it was like 2013 or 14 where his team had a dance off after oh, practice nice. so he's like everybody circle up and they all get together and yeah. someone hits you know the music and he calls he's like uh so and so and so and so jump in the circle and then they, they play music and they do a dance off and then um i think even at the end of that video he jumped in and challenged a player that is awesome again that's at the collegiate level yeah. you know and they're still finding ways to make right. things fun well you know it's funny too is i feel like like in the off season of like professional football like mm-hmm. nfl They'll, I've seen them have like they have softball yeah. tournaments, dodge. They're playing dodgeball in, in awesome. camp. So yeah. it's like I, I I think it really applies to any level. Yeah. And I think yeah. fun is fun is fun, and it does like you said takes the the edginess 
yeah. off of a season because mm-hmm. I think the focus is always like, like grind, 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 you know, right. put in the work. And right. at a certain point, yeah. I mean, you can burn people out. That's why you see people burn out, right? right. Of right. sports completely. This is like, I've been playing right. baseball. I've been playing, you know, soccer right. all year round right. for my entire life. I'm at a point mm-hmm. where like, I don't want to look right. at a soccer ball. Right. I don't want to pick up a bat because right. I'm well, just done. Well, and you play it because it's fun. If you look at when you're little and you start playing or, or, right. what, or whatever, at whatever age you start playing, you start it because you like it. Absolutely. Because it's fun and then you're good at it. So right. it's good to just continue to stay at, to stay, to, to keep an open mind as coaches, as athletes that, Hey, it's okay to have fun and to do a silly activity. Absolutely. Every now and then. Oh, you know, it's interesting. You know, this kind of combines what you've said about conditioning with the fun. I think sometimes you can make the conditioning fun Yeah. because yeah. I think psychologically you have yeah. to sometimes. And yeah. it's something I, again, I saw on Twitter, um, Whitney High School's, I think it was their baseball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I apologize if it wasn't you and it was someone else, but I think it was their baseball team. They were in a circle, mm-hmm. so they were all circled up. They were doing planks, so they were all facing the middle, and they put a puzzle down in the center. Oh, that's awesome. Have you, have you ever seen that before? I have not. That's I awesome. haven't either. I, I thought maybe you would have because of your, your background in training but I, i'm gonna steal that now it's a kind of a cool idea right my girls are gonna do a puzzle while playing hey, next time i see them like a 2500 piece puzzle <laughs> <laughs> um awesome. but no it's like i'm like at first i'm like i'm looking at this picture and i kind of just yeah. scrolled past it at first i'm like yeah. like wait a minute what is that and it's like yeah i was just doing puzzle planks i'm like oh that's a genius idea that's awesome because you're having fun yeah you're getting frustrated, you know, in a fun way, frustrated with your yeah. teammates because it's like, no, no, we need this piece. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm going to die. And, you know, who knows how many pieces that puzzle was, but it's right. like, that's an awesome idea because right. that's a, a kind of a, just a fun way to get the planks in. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a great mental stimulation too yeah. right there. Oh. Okay. I'm stealing that. Yeah, definitely steal it's it. on. And if you really want to be messed up coaches, hide a piece. <laughs> hide a piece. Oh my gosh. So like, where's the last piece? Oh, that's awesome. You know, you just keep that one in your back pocket just in case. <laughs> We're so wrong. And then when it's time to just drop in the middle, like, here you Man, go. Now Finish the girl, puzzle. If they listen to this, they're going to know now. They're going to know my, that piece is missing. Well, I'll, you have like five days. so I'll just hide five pieces instead. Oh, five pieces. <laughs> or, or I'll make my own pieces and cut them out in different shapes, and then it won't that's, work. Okay, that would that's be messed up. Do. There we go. Well, have fun, everybody. <laughs> but anyways, it was yeah. just like a cool, that's cool, cool. So, I mean, there's probably ways you incorporate fun. Yeah. In, in your training well tonight i had um some girls i have them do rope pulls i have these battle ropes that i have them use and sometimes okay. they'll use them as battle ropes and sometimes they will do a rope pull so they'll take the rope and carry it over them like a fi- like a firefighter sure. and run across to an area and then they have to get in a squat or on their knees and they have to pull it back to themselves okay so it's a great forearm burner anyway i'll jump in every once in a while and i'll play tug of war with them Oh, that's that. awesome! And it went, but at the end, when they're tired, they see me go by the rope. They're like, "No!" And so <laughs> one girl pulled it so fast so that I wouldn't grab it, and I I missed it. I would like dove for it, and I and she was done. That's awesome! And it, so we'll play this game where like I, if I'm standing, around, so anyway, so I'll play that's tug cool. of, I'll play tug of war with them sometimes. But I'm trying that puzzle thing. That is genius. It was super cool. Like I said, I I just was scrolling through Twitter like I normally do, yeah. and I just kind of ignored it at first, and then I'm like, wait, wait what was that? <laughs> Okay. And then you go back. It's like, oh, that's a great idea. That's brilliant. Good call, coach. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think there's a lot of fun ways you can do it. Yeah. Um, and again, yeah. it's you know having fun while you're doing something that you yeah. love, but also being productive. Right. I mean, that's that's the, that's you know we've said it before. That's the cool right. thing about sports is you're yeah. teaching life lessons. Yeah. But you're having a great time doing mm-hmm. it, and they're having a great time doing it. But you're also challenging them to mm-hmm. be the best versions of themselves. Yeah. 
Again, like I don't. That's why I love sports. Like I don't know if there's yeah. any like what, what's better than that. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying. I agree, and I hope that everyone's listening. I think they agree too. But, I hope so. Yeah, but that but it comes back around to team building. Yes, all that team fun. building. Yes, and I think it's just you know, again, I think it's really important. That's why we wanted to talk about it today. Yeah. is because, um, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know if it's something that we always think about. I, I think right. sometimes we just think. I think we, we think about team building right. and, you know, activities that they do, but I don't know how much, you know, emphasis is really, or how much time and attention is really placed on it. Right. Um, well, cause a lot of attention is placed on practice plans and games right. and then, and, right. then, and then especially if it's a high school team, like, right. oh, this girl's grades and we have this issue going on. We have a parent to talk to. Like there's so much going on. So just the team building in and of itself is, 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 uh, it's important, but it's, well, how do I say this? easily overlooked um sometimes right absolutely well and i think that's the that's the importance of having a good um coaching staff with yeah. you too and yeah. now i know that not every school there's some schools and some programs that have a difficult time finding one coach mm-hmm. to take over a team right. um so i i absolutely understand right. that yeah. that's an issue but for the, the schools and the teams that are fortunate enough to have you know, an assistant coach or multiple coaches. Right. Again, you're not just trying to build the team of athletes, but I think you're also trying to build a team of coaches. Right. And so, you know, getting on the same page as them. And I think the same thing that we've talked about, or you mentioned how you can tell um, when coaches, when, when athletes spend time together yeah. off the field, yeah. I think the same thing applies to coaches. Yeah. You know I mean, I've seen yeah. coaches like, okay, you can tell that those guys kind of have a rapport and they golf together yeah. or, you know, and you see videos of them or pictures of them golfing together or yeah. hanging out, their families hang out together. Right. And I think, you know, I think it's important too, if you can put yeah. great people around you that are going to buy into your vision for the team, mm-hmm. but then also, you know, as a as a, a group of coaches you can kind of build right. a, a chemistry there too right. then it's like like you were saying you have all of these things that you have to take care of as a high school coach mm-hmm. well now some of that stuff's off your plate because mm-hmm. you're on the same page as your assistant coach yeah. and your you know all of your other assistant coaches right. um and i think that was pretty obvious when mary joe came in here yeah um it seems like she has a obviously she has a ton of respect yeah from all the coaches that coach with her but yeah. um it seems like and please correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like she places a genuine um, emphasis on building relationships with our coaches. Yes. No, she does a great job with, we all have different jobs that we do. And so the way it, the way it works as a program is just, it's brilliant because we're all doing little things. So it takes those little things off her plate so she can focus on what she does best. Right. And so it really just ties the whole program together, but she's definitely huge on creating relationships between the coaches and with players and making sure that those players have gets, they get to bond and have relationships with each other on and off the field right. um, in a healthy way. So I think that that's super important. And that, and one, one last thing, I know we need to wrap it up in a second, but um, uh, the players I think <clears throat> can definitely notice if the coaches are on or off the same page. And when the coaches are on the same page, mm-hmm. it makes the atmosphere way more like, okay, we got this. It's all good. It's loose. Player, they know. Right. They're not, you know, right. they weren't born yes, yesterday. They know, although sometimes I think they were. Some of them are pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they, they know. They can tell when 
coaches are not on the same page. They can feel the tension. Right. They get uncomfortable, and then they, that's all they can think about. I've been there as a player, mm-hmm. and so I, I understand how that feels like. And so I definitely just like we said with team building as a team with the athletes. I like how you pointed that out. It's just as important for the coaches to create their own team building as a coaching staff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. That's great. That is interesting. I just had this thought pop in my head that I, cause I've had some of the same situations as I've grown up playing baseball and, um, you know, like through little league and different Mm -hmm. things. And there was moments where the coaches were not on the same page. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's, it goes back to what we were talking about, about players being selfish or athletes being selfish. Well, it's created a lot by the way they're being taught maybe at home. Not everybody's like that, but it's like, you look at how they're being taught. It's like, okay, well there's the reason this coach is so upset is because his or her daughter or Mm -hmm. son is not getting the amount of playing time or is not, um, getting the amount of shine that they want. And then it's like, okay, well I'm not on the same page with you coach because my son or daughter's not doing this or that. It's like, okay, so that's kind of where it starts. It's right. like, okay, now it's, that's where, okay, this athlete's thinking, okay, it's focused. The focus is on me. Right. And now it trickles down to the coaches not on the same page with the other coaches. Right. Take their player out of the, off the team or out of the game. Right. And it just kind of becomes an ugly, right. ugly cycle. So right. the team building thing is so important and having yeah. people around you, you know, right. with the same mission, again, with the same mission, with the same urgency and not just wearing the same uniform. Right. I, I think that's, that's important. Right. Um, you know. And I, and I don't know. We can talk about this for a while, I we think. We totally can. Um, we could talk about it for days. One, for days. Yeah. One, my, what did we say? What did my, my team say? We said like one field, one vision, one team, one. So they had the word yeah, one yeah. in it. And just the word one just made us think like, okay, we are one. We are one team. It's, right. We are not just individuals out there competing. We are one team. We're together. Right. And yeah. I, th- I think it's got to togetherness. Be. Togetherness. We got to we got to work on our togetherness. <laughs> that's, what this, that's what this episode should be called. Togetherness. Togetherness. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone be like, "What?" The soft the softer you say that, the worse it sounds. To- togetherness. You got to say it with some uh some force behind it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's no, awesome. um you know, as always, we just want to thank all of you for listening. We and as yeah. always, yeah. we appreciate what, you know, all of you men and women do. Um, both on and off the field for your athletes and yeah. what you do to um, yeah. better their lives and challenge them. Yeah. And, and like I said before, push them to be the best versions yeah. of themselves. Um, we have just yeah. tons of respect for all of you and we appreciate mm-hmm. what you guys do. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, thank you for everyone listening. And just know, if you are listening, whether you're a coach or athlete, just know that you are we know who you are because you are taking the step to listen to this podcast to Mm -hmm. either try to better yourself as a coach or an athlete, or you're just curious about, um, character combine. So thank you. We appreciate you. Yep. Um, you know, one thing I did want to mention, how many times are we going to say that? Before we go, (laughs) one one more thing. One more time. No, but you know, a book that I would really recommend is called tribes by Seth Godin, G O D I N. It's a pretty short read. It's really good. It's it talks a lot about um, creating teams, creating your tribe, mm-hmm. and um, not just creating a group of people, but creating a movement. Nice. And it's like I said, it's really good. Um, I've probably stolen some of the stuff yeah. that he talks about in that book, mm-hmm. and I said it here. Um, <laughs> you gave him credit. You're I get. Good. Yep. You're maybe good. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I would really recommend that book. Um, and if you're also if you're interested in reading blogs. 
Some of us have a blog. Oh. Not me. <laughs> I think Josh is talking about me. I, I might ju- be. I just started a blog. I have two posts up. We'll see how it goes. Honestly, it's just, it's therapeutic for me. I love it. So anyway, I have a blog up. It's called Ungingerly Like, if that's not a mouthful for you. I don't even know if I could spell it out loud. That's right. Uh, Sound it out. (laughs) uh, Sound it out. Ungingerlylike.com. It's just, uh, the goal of that blog is just to help you feel like the best version of yourself and put your fears aside and just um, conquer your, your dreams. I don't know. I I, motiv- mm-hmm. I got the motivation from my girl, Ray Ray Hollis. That's stuff that she talks about. Yep. That's Rachel Hollis. I call yep. her Ray yeah. Ray Hollis. <laughs> anyway, you guys follow us on Twitter at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, Facebook Character Combine, and we are on LinkedIn now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It just, it just felt right. <laughs> it felt right. Do it. If it so if you're on right. LinkedIn, uh, check our stuff out. Yeah. Do it. Okay. It do was it. way more professional than we are. <laughs> We are so professional. We talk. I almost about... didn't even tell Dad that I don't like. We're on LinkedIn. It just sounded stupid. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said. Now everyone can look at it. Look, look at, at LinkedIn. LinkedIn page. Boom. It'll look better than, than how we sound right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to our nonsense. Yeah. We appreciate you, and we will catch you next time. See ya. Bye.